Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 5 through 7 in the New Living Translation. According to the Faith Life Study Bible, the Sadducees did not believe in a real physical resurrection. And you can find that in Luke chapter 20, verse 27. They objected to the apostles' teaching that Jesus rose bodily from the grave and its implication that his death and resurrection are the first fruits of a resurrection to everlasting life for all who believe in him. The preaching of resurrection in Jesus threatens the religious leaders because it asserts his unique authority for determining the truth and God's will and condemns them for rejecting him. Let's listen to Acts chapter 4 verses 5 through 7 read from the New Living Translation. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Again, Acts chapter 4, verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. Again, that was Acts chapter 4, verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. And I'm sharing from Enduring Word from Matthew Henry and from the Life Application Study Bible. So let's hear what they had to say. This was a scene of power and intimidation. This same group of leaders had recently condemned Jesus to death, and they wanted uh, them to know that they had power to do the same thing to Peter and John. Remember, this all began at Pentecost, which was 50 days after Passover. So there was a still a crowd of people in Jerusalem during this festive time. But let me continue. The time when the court met was the next day, not in the night as they did when Jesus was tried before them. The council acted as the ruling government of Israel. They handled the local problems and religious questions, but had to work under Romans, Rome's supervision. For crimes that carried capital punishment, they had to obtain Rome's approval. For instance, the council had, uh, that condemned Jesus to death 
but they could not carry out the sentence. Only the Roman leader in the area had the authority to order an execution. That is why the religious leaders had taken Jesus to Pilate, the Roman leader in Jerusalem at that time. The council had 70 members plus the current high priest who presided over the group. The Sadducees held a majority in this ruling uh, group. These were all wealthy, intellectual, and powerful men of Jerusalem. Jesus' followers stood before this council just as he had. The place where they met, again, in Jerusalem, which is where Jesus told them to meet for the Passover. Uh, Not the Passover, for Pentecost. Passover first, then Pentecost. So they were there for Pentecost. The judgment court was made up of, again, the rulers, elders, and scribes. The scribes were men of learning who came to dispute with the apostles, and they hoped to disprove what they were teaching. The rulers and elders were men of power who, if they could not answer them, thought they could find some way or other to silence them. And of course, it obviously didn't work because the gospel is still spread worldwide. The name of Jesus still saves. But let me continue. The names of the council that are mentioned in the scripture, Annas and Caiaphas were the ringleaders in his persecution. Annas uh, is the president of the Sanhedrin. Caiaphas was the high priest. These two were most active against Christ. Caiaphas was the high priest during the uh, persecution of Christ. And now Annas is the high priest while the apostles are before the council. However, they were both equally malignant against Christ and his gospel. John is supposed to be the son of Annas, and Alexander is mentioned by Josephus as a man that was important at that time. They, uh, there were other, others, likewise, that were of the kindred or kin to the high priest, who would, of course, say whatever the uh, high priest told them to say and vote however the high priest wanted them to vote. And, of course, it would be against the apostles. They sat in the midst of the Sanhedrin. Uh, and it, the, um, Matthew Henry said that when the Sanhedrin met, they sat in a circle. So the uh, apostles either stood or sat in the midst of them. And he alluded to Psalm uh, number 22, verse 16. It says, the assembly of the wicked has encompassed me. They uh, compassed me about like bees. And that's Psalm 118, verse 12. They were seated on every side. They questioned them to ask by what power, in whose name, who gave you the authority to stand before these people and preach? Who commissioned you to preach such a doctrine? We didn't, we didn't give you this authority. Because remember, they're the leaders and they're the religious leaders. So they wanted to know by what power, by what name, 
Are you what authority? Who has given you authority to stand? And of course, the answer is Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Father, we're praying for those who need Jesus in their lives. We're praying for that your word goes forth and touches hearts, that the Holy Spirit convicts and turns uh, unbelievers around. The scripture says to repent, to turn away, and to seek Christ. And Father, we're praying that as your word goes forth, and that's its mission, that we should uh, preach the word and not be do it in season and out of season, when it's popular, when it's not. And God, we know there are areas where your Christians, your people are persecuted. So God, all we can do is ask that you put up a banner, that you put up a shield, that you put up a, a hiding place for your people. And we thank you, Father. Praying for those who need you in a special way. As we listen to the news and hear all of the needs and concerns, we're casting them all on you. Trusting you, Father. Believing you. Believing that uh, you are in control. That nothing that's happening in our time, or even in the times of our generations to come, are a surprise to you. Continue to bless and heal and protect as only you can. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.